Hey, everyone. Welcome to Ask Jillian. With me, as always, is Lizzie. Hi, everybody. I'm really excited today because we have uh, an icon's daughter on the show, and she's a very... A uh, productive entrepreneur herself. Yes. Uh, she must get that from her mom. Um, and I have loved her mom for forever. I want to welcome Tiffany Lerman. Hi, Tiffany. Hey, Jillian. Tiffany is the daughter of the great Jackie Collins, wow. the prolific writer. Mm-hmm. You know, Tiffany, just before you got here, I was doing an Instagram live and I was showing all of her books because every year she'd bring me her books and Sign them. When at Good Day LA, right? At Good Day LA mm-hmm. and at KABC when I was oh. on the radio. Now, when I did the radio, she would come in completely dolled up. Like, it, she didn't, she had so much pride in her appearance. And just, like, I was a schlub, my flip-flops and my, <laughs> and I remember radio. the last right, yeah. time she came in, she brought John and I, and I, I just said this on live and I, I caught myself and it, I, I was choking up. She brought us a bottle of champagne. And John still has the cork. And she had been on our show many, many times, but I'm wondering if, I don't know, that she she maybe knew it was her last time. I don't know. But let's talk about this movie that has really, I mean, I just think it's one of the best documentaries out there, Tiffany. Liz watched it last night. What Mm -hmm. was your take on it, Liz? For me, it was all the footage they had. Like, it was like, Everything they talked about, her three daughters, they had footage to back it up. Well, I would be curious, Tiffany, because it's on Netflix and it's called... Lady Boss. Lady Boss, the Jackie Collins story. Mm -hmm. And how did that... First of all, she kept her own archives from a very early age. I mean, it made you go... I'm sure it resonates a lot of people. You go, God, why didn't I just keep a day diary? Because it looked like, you know, she would write a sentence or two, but it tracked what she was doing in her life and her handwriting. Good Lord, they should create a font off of it. (laughs) I love her hand. It's very distinctive. It's like artwork. It It is. And she said she actually wrote at stop signs at stoplights when she dropped the kids off to school. Um, what was it like? When was your what was your first memory of having uh, a Jackie Collins as your mother? When did you realize she was something different? Well, it's like you just said, Gillian, when she would, was writing at stop signs. So growing up, you know, we there was always our mum, and then there was the Jackie Collins persona. So she was right. very two separate, different people for us, especially. Okay. But I didn't realize it was anything, uh, you know, special until you know we, we she would be writing at stop signs, or you know, mommy's going in her study, she's going to write. Um, and then I think it really hit me is this trip that we took to Australia, um, and she she's huge in Australia. She's, oh. I mean, the Australians absolutely love and adore her, and they're actually very upset right now because the movie is not available in Australia. It's, <gasps> it's coming soon. Okay. But if you look on oh. social media, there's so many people saying, oh, so when is it coming to Australia? Even though on Netflix, like Netflix USA. Really? It's but, just Netflix oh, USA. Okay. Yes, okay. exactly. Oh. Um, and so, so she was just huge in Australia. And we took this trip to, we arrived in Sydney. And I'll never forget, we went first class. And I'd never been first class on an airplane <laughs> before. It was so, <laughs> what it was year so was exciting. this? This was uh, 1978. Oh, nice. Yes. Okay. And I remember we went, we took Qantas and I had a, Ooh. there was a koala bear on my seat. Oh, <laughs> and, fun. and it was, you know, it was just, we were a treated. A fake one, correct? Yeah, yes, no, yes. A, yeah, a, a, stuffed, a, stuffed, a stuffed animal koala bear. We were treated like, she was treated like royalty, but we were part of it. Yeah. And we got off the plane and there were just paparazzi everywhere taking 
taking pictures. And it, and I remember my, my sister Rory and I were thinking, what's going on? And the next day we were on the cover of the Australian newspaper there. Oh my gosh. And that's when it really hit me. That that was that trip. And I was Could, about 10 years old. Wow. Mm-hmm. And and how old would Rory have been? Rory was eight. So And I, you have an older sister. Yes, I, yes we do. Tracy. Yes. Yeah, you, the documentary I thought was so fascinating yeah. because, you know, it really starts... Mm. It, it was funny driving here our producer I was telling him about aspects of it that I loved and I said well her sister Joan and he goes Joan Collins is it's Jackie just, Collins' sister and I go wow. isn't that interesting that some, well Somebody he's, he's younger than us <laughs> but I just said that's so fascinating people don't make the connection but really it was Joan that came here and paved the way and Jackie you know because we all have a sisters yeah. and, you know I come from four sisters that you have this hugely popular famous older yes. sister like how do you find your own way so the beginning yeah. of her early marriage yeah. and her journey with Joan to Hollywood was so fascinating I mean I know she met everyone and how she navigated those waters so brilliantly it, and became her own star right yeah, what was her what year was her first marriage uh it was in the early 60s is when she met her first husband wallace yeah yes and that's documented in the film and he kind of she'd been so she she at about 18 or 16 you know roughly around that age she'd gone to hollywood hollywood that's right to stay with joan yeah um who was making movies and dating warren Beatty. and (laughs) you know their wedding right that was her date yeah it it was crazy and i think what happened while she was in hollywood is that you know she had tons of experiences and many of the experiences that she probably ended up writing about as well you know it was a yes. I think it was a fascinating and interesting time you know she met she met a guy there who she said was the um, impetus for starting her Gino Santangelo character oh that's you know? fascinating yeah I know I so, love Lucky Santangelo and you know your mother was always not looking for stories but interested so I ran into her one day at Neiman Marcus mm. and she came up she's like oh Jillian darling um, I love watching your show with your husband and it was House Husbands Ooh. of Hollywood I go you do all we do is fight she goes exactly <laughs> like she was oh. so funny she was just uh so robust and so demure and just I always thought I knew her and then I watched the documentary was there anything that you and Rory and Tracy were shocked about that you learned or did you pretty much know everything about her we pretty much knew everything about her we weren't com- you know, shocked by too much. I think just the sheer surprise to us was that she had kept everything. She was, as Rory mm. says in the film, she was her own archivist. Yes. And it's quite unbelievable because she lived in this beautiful house that she and our father had built in Beverly Hills. Now we should say your dad is Oscar Lerman. Oscar Lerman, yes. yes. And he is obviously prominent in the film. But yeah, yeah. He, yeah. There's um, somebody tweeted, everybody needs an Oscar in their life. Yeah. He <laughs> oh, really, oh, you know, they say that. they really understood the assignment. You know, he really understood the assignment. But I also know? love that he would uh, say like, oh, there she is. She's so beautiful. Oh my God. What yeah. a build up before I, you leave yeah, every day. No kidding. Every, I, and I say it in the film, but every single time he just, oh, ad- he, he just adored her. And it was so beautiful to see that relationship. And I like seeing her blossom from that girl not insecure but a single mom and yeah and also mm-hmm. your sister's a big movie star and you you know you're like okay where's my place in this and boy when she found her stride she really found her stride she really did and it yeah. was fascinating well, it was almost like self-belief because i'm sure a lot of people experience this where her, the parents, right? So your grandfather really vested in or promoted Joan 
And it was like your mom was sort of definitely considered the second fiddle and they didn't have much faith in her. And it was like, she just had gumption, Matt. She just believed in herself. And I yeah. think, but that probably always had to be rooted in there. It seemed like she always had, or the persona was self-confidence and she was going to prove you wrong and she was going to be successful. She did. She had a difficult relationship with her father. And then coming to Hollywood, I think she noticed the this huge divide between men and women. And she kept on mm. asking herself, why? 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 Are men allowed she, to yes. talk about sex and when women do? What I found fascinating was the sexist world. And I, I, she would go on programs, right? Like a good day LA and the men would be, or they'd have another guest, like an old bag that would be like, you write da da da. And the biggest line I took away was she was on a show and there were two men. And I don't know if it was Merv Griffin or who, whatever. And they were sexist. And uh, they were saying, Oh, take a sip of so-and-so's wine. So Jackie playing along grabs the glass out of, I think it was the guy from mash Mackenzie, right? Was it? Yes. Uh, yes. And mm -hmm. she takes it and she takes a sip and the, host says well yeah he he has a sexually transmitted disease and then she puts the glass down and she says and you wonder where i get my characters from that Something. was brilliant she <laughs> was so calm and so cool and i you know to me just a woman that i aspire to be like did you guys feel like that being her daughters she was so inspirational like I, you know, I'll, I'll get emotional talking about her because I miss her so much. Oh, she was, I do too. She was my best friend. She was our best friend, and she was the matriarch of the family. The um, we adored her. Our our children adored her. Friends adored her. I mean, the, to say that she is missed is such an understatement. And I just try to make her proud every day because I know that she's she's watching me and she's yeah. with me all the time. I know she is. Um, and she was just inspirational. And, and when I look now at how she's changed, she's changed women's lives. Uh, I mean, 100%. When, when, when you go on her social media and you read some of the comments of women saying they got out of a bad relationship because they channeled Jackie Collins or what would Lucky Santangelo do? I mean, this she just, she taught women to you know, to inspire themselves, that they could inspire themselves. Mm. They didn't need to rely on a man, man to believe yes. in their own power, to believe in their own confidence. Absolutely. You know, and she's, she, she weaved it into these wonderful stories that people related to, you know, and she just had a very, very strong and positive messages for her readers. She did. And she empowered women with sexuality as well. Yeah. That was something that wasn't done. That was something that's why men got very intimidated. They didn't understand and they didn't and they lash out at her and women. And and it was like, what are you doing? Like, she's yes, it incredible. seemed to be like a wave. And the, yeah. the documentary was like, was the older was generation empowering and acceptable. And then it came back almost to start to, yeah. to fight back against it and justify. And then what's awesome is the last couple of years of her life, she was embraced again. And yes. Oh, like, yes. that was interesting because she's always been such the public face and out there where it was discussed in the documentary that a lot of writers, yeah. that's not true. The marketing that they become a brand themselves it's doesn't difficult. always happen. I mean, uh, it's incredible that she was a brand and mm -hmm. I like the seventies footage because she's so, so much footage. Gorgeous. <gasps> taking all God, that footage. She was breathtaking. Right? Breathtaking. Oh. Like, dare I say, like naturally yes. beautiful. Almost like Dun a rock. Raquel Welch yeah, body like not, in those oh bathing suits, yes. right? I mean, holy oh, macaroni. Stunning, the, stunning. Even when she would come in on the radio show, she always had tailored pants, a jacket, mm -hmm. very put together, 
slim. She was amazing. I, when it came to documenting her life, and she was ahead of herself with cameras. Yeah. So she was taking that footage back there, or she'd give it to a yeah. friend who was taking the footage. But wow. for years, consistently, whenever a new camera would come out, she would be on top. She'd buy it. You know, oh, she was wow. always. You know, she always had the latest version, the latest movie camera. And I used to say, we used to say that she. Um, I mean, honestly, it's crazy. She invented tagging your friends in Facebook before. Facebook was even a thing. Okay, tell us oh, how. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. How, because she would she, she would have these amazing cameras and that you know all different sizes. She'd always ha- she'd o- there'd all there there would always be a small one, a teeny one in her purse just in case she needed it. Oh my god! But whenever she would go to a party, she was always taking photographs. It's, it shows in the movie. Yeah. Like she always had a camera. Yeah. Around. Everybody. Everybody. Came. Yeah. And she'd always take fantastic pictures. Yeah. And then she would um, take the film. You know, this is before anything was digitized back then. She'd yeah. take the film and there was this little camera shop down on Santa Monica Boulevard. Um, I think she kept them in business, because, <laughs> honestly. And it was great because it was a drive-through window. Oh, so fabulous. So she'd always say to one of us, can somebody go and pick up my pictures? Somebody go and pick up my photos? And the photos would come in this cute little, um, you know, album. Yeah. And what she would do is she would take out every photo that was with somebody. She would put it in an envelope. She'd put their name on it. And next time she saw them, she'd hand them that envelope. Oh, my gosh. With the pictures of, you know, the very, night that they had spent together. Very thoughtful. And she did it with the family. She did it with all of us. I mean, I have crate loads of photographs that my wow. mother has handed me over the years. And all of, all of her friends, she did it too. It's unbelievable. And then in her house, you know, the mm. house that um, they built, that they talk about in the film incredible. as well. Oh my gosh. There were these two um, double guest bathrooms um, when you walked into the house on either side. And it was so fantastic um, what she did when she moved in is she took all of her great photographs and she framed them all and she covered oh, the walls. The bathroom. Kind of like this. Okay? Oh, I love <laughs> yeah, it. Covered, covered the wow. walls. But it was so funny whenever... And, Ever anybody would go to the loo, they'd disappear in there and <laughs> they'd never come out. We'd always yeah. say, Where's so and so? And then they'd come out with this look on their face. I've been in the toilet looking at the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> of course. The line to the bathroom at a party was long. Always. Yeah. Well, you know, she really was a pioneer in so many ways. And I remember Nicolette Sheridan got to play Lucky Santangelo. It was yes. like, I, for me, I, watching that was just like, oh my God, because I had read the book. And it, and those movies were mostly like a movie of the week, right? They yeah, would air I think like they on were, yeah, like network a, television. They were on NBC, yes. Right. yes. Okay. And I believe Hollywood I Wives was on I don't think I was allowed to watch it when it originally aired. <laughs> well, I'm older than you. Yes. And so I, I did I did watch. And I I you know, I'm at that age where she was so impressionable for me. Mm-hmm. And thinking about her influence, I never thought that I would meet her, let alone, mm-hmm. I, you know what's great about Jackie, and I say this, you walk away feeling like you're on cloud nine because you're like, I love Jackie. Jackie knows me. Like, you get excited, and I think she made everybody feel that way, so much so that when the end came, it was such a shock, I sat there bawling. Oh. I, uh. it, I can only imagine what it did to you. Everybody felt that way. And we felt so terrible that it was such a shock. And for everyone, her fans, her friends. Her sister. Wow. Tell us, well, I won't jump ahead to that because that's, that's, you know, but, um, when she she was writing a book, she was always writing. And when she came into KBC on her last visit, she was working on something. And I thought, oh my gosh, when I started thinking back, you know, she, she didn't know that I had breast cancer. I had it after her. <laughs> and she came into the show and I was, John did a picture with her and I felt I was gaining a lot of weight and I was like, oh. 
And I could punch myself in the face for not doing a picture with her that day. It would have been our last picture. What is your biggest memory of her? Of You must have so many. But what's one that makes that's personal to you. Did she make you guys feel as special as she made, like individually? Did you feel like you were her favorite? (laughs) (laughs) She was just such a unique and incredible individual. Yes, we all had our special, we all had our special time with her. We all had our special moments. There's too, there's just too many memories. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Just the documentary alone. There's so much stuffed into this. Like, first of all, I didn't know. I didn't know, I, I always look for documentaries. I was stunned when I came upon it. I was like, what? Yeah, you texted me the next day. You're like, have you watched this? I go, I didn't know about it. Yeah. I, I felt like, wait, what, where's the advertisement for this? Because she's uh, 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 an American icon. So I start watching it. Of course, I'm just absolutely blown away by the footage, the narrative, all three of you girls in it, of course. Just the story. When you talk about friends, right? And how beloved she was. Yeah. I love that they did that whole cutting to everybody saying that she's my best yes! friend oh, no I she's know. my best friend jack collins is my best friend jack collins is my best friend but i love the one is it tita or tita Khan? yes yeah. oh sammy Khan's wife yeah. first of all she could give two fucks anymore so <laughs> fabulous so she's just like i'm gonna tell it like it is and she'll look directly at the camera sometimes like mm, okay she- i loved her but i loved that all these in their own right very powerful and accomplished women yes. were saying that she's she was my best friend and that's the thing is you know as long as jackie you know she didn't necessarily i think was it did she have a liz as well that that um who was her business manager her business manager was laura liza Liza, that's right but also her her friend as well oh yeah Yeah. for sure and And, the man who kind of put her like Oh, the old book agent? Yes. He's straight out Morton of... Morton Janklo. He's fabulous. Yes. He's straight, straight out of Central Casting, right? Straight, straight out of... St- we need an old book publisher who's seen everything. And, and you know what? cast. And, and cast. And there he is, and he's got surrounded by papers six feet high and books behind like him. Like, he's all. still working, and he looks like... I it's mean... It's fantastic. He's fantastic. And the fact that he was like okay yes let's do this mm-hmm. you, you, you're just like okay he must have that in him like he knows because jackie was on another level like women write books all the time but she for some reason this was her niche she really took hold of it and ran it ran with the horns i don't think i can recall another woman outside of that I'm, I'm forgetting right now, Judith something. Judith Krantz. When Jackie came along, she just kind of burst into the scene where there was only a couple of women writing and they weren't writing like her. No. And I think she scared the establishment with her boldness, her bluntness and her openness to women's sexuality. So she broke down a lot of walls and confused a lot of people. Well, Hollywood Wise was the first one, correct? Uh, well, no. I mean, the first one was The World is Full of Married Men, and that was... Oh, right. yeah. That did. That was huge, right? I, yeah, that, that, was put her in, on the map. that was in 1969. Whoa. And so she was writing consistently up until her death. She'd written 32 novels. So, And she hand-wrote every novel, so she wasn't a factory. Oh, you know, there's so many... I, yeah, the yellow... Yeah. That shocked me when... Because it was like, you know, it didn't look like there was a lot of mistakes either. It was like yeah. she was really writing, yeah. you know, that she was playing all the characters' roles and writing their dialogue. and But it was like, there's not a bit of scratches out and, you know, uh, you know, it's a fast, write outs. It's like, no, 
her beautiful handwriting. It yeah. looked like she was free forming the whole so time. So she didn't want to take on the new technology of like doing it on computer and having sending it into the editor. Like she just she had her process and it just worked for her and she didn't mm-hmm. want to mess with that. Although I know that her publishers wanted more from her because Shit. you know there were other authors out there who were publishing two three books a year and she was coming uh. out with about one a year and you know they were saying well you know you could you could be giving us more but then that would mean changing her process and she really yeah. you know she and her characters became friends she used to say they took her on a wild ride and yeah. she would shut herself in her study that's what i wanted to ask what were you did you guys have to like it's mom's time <laughs> and or mom and we have to be in the study or we have she's in the study and we have to be quiet or we have to go like how how did that yes. work I mean, up? in all the houses that we lived in she always had her own study which was her own space and that's where she worked and if the door was closed we were always told not to bother her but we'd still go and knock on the door and she'd you know if she was in the middle of something great she would always say sit down i'm going to read this to you oh. and yes and so she would read it to us which is fantastic because if you've listened to any of the audiobooks she does a lot of her own voices on the audiobooks yes and we would sit mm-hmm. there and we would listen to her oh wow and it was fantastic and now that what's sounds- so wonderful is that my niece tracy's daughter india who's an actress they they got her to do the audio on the audiobooks because um yeah my mother wasn't able to record all of them yeah and some of them were abridged so they want the full version because audiobooks have you know taken off they're so huge right now right and so it, and India had that experience of being in her study while mm. our mum, you know, would read her excerpts from the, the chapters that wow. she was writing. So she would, so she totally gets the intonation and the voices. Our mum would put the voice, she'd put the voices on. She'd become the characters as wow. she read them. That's it was, incredible. It was fascinating. She's a fascinating woman. I love the, um, the storyline of her life and how you interwove all of the video that came with it. Because I feel like... It was just so much. And I said that to Liz. I'm like, how does someone have such a rich life? I was born in the 60s, and I think I only have photographs of myself. I don't think my parents had any movie. There was, it was just unbelievable. Did you have to go through hours and hours? Did you guys just go through so much footage? Was there stuff that you had to leave out because it just couldn't make it time-wise? Well, that's what's so phenomenal is the director, Laura Ferry, and the producer, Lizzie Gillette, um, and... Passion Pictures, who made the film. I mean, they were just incredible because we we literally handed over everything oh. to them. Oh, know? did they come to you for the project? Well, or how actually, did you guys? We, we found them, you know, in going through her house after she passed. Oh, that must it, have it was so, so difficult yeah. for us. And Rory and I and Tracy would just be sitting in there and, mm. you know, with books and papers and everything all around us. And we'd just say to ourselves, we have to have a documentary made about her because she kept everything and it's all here. It has to be recorded somehow because she was so fascinating and so ahead of her time and such mm-hmm. a trailblazer. And 100. This, this story needs to be told. So we sort of put the feelers out there. We said, we're interested in making a documentary. And it was interesting because there were so many men who said, oh no, there's no appetite for that. You know, and, <laughs> and oh yeah, once again, it, it's going, you know, it comes around full circle again men diminishing her saying yeah. she's not important she's, enough i think you know? she really frightened That's them insane. into mm-hmm. they didn't know when it's you're a strong woman and you know your sexuality and you're not afraid to say it it scares men men need categories for women you're the hot woman you're the smart woman you're the and when you break out like her I'm not saying you, John, running the board, but uh, <laughs> when you break out like her, she stunned a lot of pe- people. And 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 what comes out of uh, the unknown is is just frustration and anger. And it felt like, you know, I thought she handled herself. Well, you hit upon something there because a lot of the archive interviews, 
you could see they would think they got her in a gotcha moment. Yeah. And it was either her humor, her yep. intelligence, or even her sexiness. That got her out of it. Got it. She could come right back with that. You know, she had oh, no she, yeah. problem. She, she never skipped a beat. Very, yes. you, even when that, there was the a very combative lady. like air or like that seemed like she went out there and took it head on what yeah. was happening. You couldn't really rough, ruffle no. her feathers. It was like, no. and that wasn't Steve Edwards one of the interviewers? Yeah, Steve's oh on there. God. I was like, <laughs> I, I told like, him. Is that Steve Edwards? Yes, he's in oh it. I told God. him. He was so excited. He so said, then by the time she came on Good Deal A, Steve had been interviewing her for probably for, oh, for like a long time. 20 or 30 years. Like, that's the thing crazy. Is she never really changed. She always looked to me the same. And at the end, she got very thin. And I remember thinking, gosh, you know, I wish I could lose weight like that because I was fatter. And I, that's why I didn't want to do the picture. And so uh, I didn't know she was ill. And so that's another fascinating aspect of her. So we all thought we knew her. She wrote these books. She became vicariously living through her characters. And then she would move on to another book and another life and another batch of characters. But we really didn't know her. The public didn't. Like, John and I would get so excited when she came on. And we thought we knew, but we didn't. Because she was a very private woman. As much as you think, you know her. Is that a fair assessment, do you think, Tiffany? Or do you think she was? I mean, I've seen her walk through Neiman's and women, you know, bowing down like, Jackie, you know. Um, and she was so gracious to everyone. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, I feel like, you know, I, when I got breast cancer, I was like, oh, my gosh, I got breast cancer. I was so blah, 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 verbal diarrhea about it. She never said a word and yeah. ha had it for uh, quite a while, right? Like a few years? She had it, uh, had discovered it six years previously. I mean, and she it had it for six years before she died. Yeah. Yes. A lump or, or a bump, a lump. So she just didn't. She was a very private person. And for her, she just didn't want that kind of sympathy. And she didn't want to, you know, be on the front of one of those horrible magazines yeah. saying Jackie Collins at yeah. death's door. Yes. You know, which she, she that would have happened. Yeah. Too. Yeah, it would have happened. And so she just she chose to keep it personal and to keep it private. And we had to respect her decision. You know, mm -hmm. it may not have been something that my sisters and I agreed with, but we had to respect what she wanted. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was a very tough decision for her. It was a very, very very tough time but she did not let the disease or the cancer or the illness or any of it define her in any way shape no. or form mm -hmm. you know she she accepted what was happening and then she went out and she just worked you know she wrote four more novels I, she traveled imagine? the world she went on interviews i mean the amount of energy that she had she never ever let it get to her she never slowed down no she was really incredible she was an absolute dynamo and she just she, she truly was she i think it's fascinating because you've always said like oh you can't have it all I gotta say, watching this documentary, yeah. I felt like she did. Of course, there's, but she had a, a wonderful marriage with your dad, Oscar. Yes, yes. Three beautiful daughters. daughters. Yeah, an amazing career. Uh, it seemed like her and Joan were at a good place. So even family dynamics and her brother, right? So there was yes, two siblings. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you go. I don't know. I mean, it's like yes, it's, there's always compromises. But I was like, yeah, wow, like, it's pretty amazing. Did she true. get to know your the grandchildren when you talk about India oh. and like yeah. Yeah, the, her grandchildren were her very special, special people. They were oh, that's six. awesome. Oh yeah. my Because I was like, that'd be, that'd be like, like, you need to know that as your well, grandmother. Well, yeah. you know, talking, we're talking about her study. So 
<laughs> there was when India was born. Um, where Tr Tracy was living in London, so they would always come for you know Christmas. They'd come for Easter, and then they'd oh. come for the whole summer. And so That's we had fantastic. this. That's fantastic. And yes. stay at your mom's house. Stay at the yeah, stay oh. at her house. And she had this amazing, this rinky dinky little old white. Um, what was it? It was a crib that the kids would go. <laughs> that <laughs> India India would go, and she'd go in this crib. Oh. And you know, it was the first. It was the first grandchild, the first baby that one of us had all had. And so, you know, we, you know, Tracy, Rory, and I would want to get out of the house. And my mom would always be like, "Leave India with me. It's fine." So India oh. would be napping, and the crib was on wheels. They'd roll it into her study, and, <laughs> and we'd just leave. And India would be asleep, and then she'd wake up, and then our mom would play music, and they'd dance and everything. But let me tell you, she that India was the first. She did it with all six of them in that same white crib. It went through all six. <laughs> of them being awesome. rolled from the guest room into her study that's brilliant oh can you watch the kids yeah yeah of course bring them in while and she was writing while she was writing and then as soon as they woke up from their nap she was totally engaged they called her jack wow. jack oh i love it yeah and she was an incredible i couldn't see her as a grandma like in the sense of she's a glamma like yeah, she's glamorous she yeah. so very glamour. it's so weird uh tiffany because when you turn to laugh and t look at liz i see your mom like it's freaking me out you you have your you, mom's the way she laughed yeah. the mannerisms mm -hmm. thank you oh my gosh okay i want to ask and it sort of go you know piggybacks on what Liz said I always say you can't have it all were there times where you felt like you were competing with any of her books like you're just when you were in high school maybe like oh I just need to talk like did you guys always get along or were there times where it was like you know like I fought a lot with my mom did you guys go through regular teenage stuff or was she just so even tempered that no, we're of course, you know, I think the teenagers regular. can, any teenager, especially girl teenagers, we all went through stuff, yeah. you know, but it's just normal stuff. It was nothing crazy or outrageous or so anything So you never like felt that. jealous of her writing with, uh, uh, through oh, life? no, no. And, uh, you that know, sucks. when I was in high school, that was in the 80s, and it was when she was at the height of oh, her career. Oh, my God. And I would have that was so, it for you? Oh, my gosh. I'd have so many people... <laughs> just come up and stare at me and go, what's it like having Jackie Collins as your mother? Yes. And I used to get so angry because I'd just be like, it's normal. And, you know, <laughs> what do you want me to say? That we've got, you know, champagne and caviar. Yes, and yes, I think they wanted yes, to hear yes. some sort of crazy yes. wild story. Yes. And I had no wild stories. It was just, it was normal, you know. She was mum, right? Like yep, she, was just... she was. She'd cook us dinner and she'd drive us to school. Oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah. But I thought that was, when you just said, not so much of jealous of the writing or the mm. attention that it took it was after your father passed away and she was still a very beautiful vibrant woman mm. so then she starts to date that gentleman um frank, frank. yes i thought it was very insightful that because you've experienced a little bit of this where he did seem to have jealousy of her career mm -hmm. or the energy that the book writing took mm -hmm. and that she used to hide oh my God. hide in a closet writing the book because he didn't like that it took any attention away from him. Mm. And you went, wow. You like can, a strong, you powerful dynamo. Be, yeah, it's yeah, still someone can do it to anybody. Yes, yes. Exactly. That's, yes. You know, that, that's a good point that comes out of the film. Yeah. You know, you think that you know somebody or you think that you might know a celebrity or somebody who's famous and they have it all and, you know, their yes. life is perfect. But it really shows a side that that wasn't the way it was. And I also want to say to your point, and your point, Tiffany, you could be as strong of a woman as she was. And she was one of the toughest women I've ever met, one of the most elegant women. She was just everything. Like I said, another level. 
that our hearts can take us to a place, our pickers sometimes, especially after her wonderful marriage with your dad, can take us down another road. Sometimes we're not, th- we're thinking with our hearts. And for, for a woman of your mother's stature and, 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 and success to have to write in a closet, it's mind blowing, but I understand it because, you know, some, I was successful and had the, like you said, the same sort of experience. But I think it was a good lesson to learn. Yes. For, people, for me to even yes. watch that to be like, you know, don't, yes. it's very easy to allow yourself sometimes to be diminished and not even know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so you have to be aware of that. And your dad, what you want in a partner, yeah. Oscar was the promoter of her. He supported her. Yeah. He went, I, this is a talent in you and I want it to grow and to flourish and ever have to help. And that's why they were probably so successful. She had had yeah. a different husband could this many novels have been written? Probably not. You couldn't have written 32 novels in a closet. You couldn't have. No, no so. I know. He was, it was, they, they were so opposite because he was totally supportive. My father was completely supportive of her career and, you know, not instrumental. Jealous. That's a man it. to me. Yeah. He was instrumental for her. How long were they married for? They were married for 24 years. I'm a, I know. And was he, I, I loved it, was he was a nightclub owner, right? He was. He owned the nightclub Tramp in London. Oh, which my is amazing. God. Which yeah. I, I don't know. I'm always yes. like, I'm always that thinking, was like, biggest to the Vanderpump know them no know it's like other. in London it's like a Annabelle's you know yeah. Tramp was back, massive back then in the day he used to tell a story of the night that I was born because you couldn't have you know the husbands couldn't be in the hospital back then yeah. so he was at Tramp and they got the call <laughs> that I was born and he was with Ringo Starr and they toasted champagne to oh me my God. Being, <laughs> and I love the, the, the little business partner I mean not little but the business partner oh, that Johnny guy Gold. such a I mean what a name Johnny Gold I mean yeah. such a character because basically it seemed like your mom chose between Johnny Johnny and Oscar, and she chose well. Yes. But it was just funny the way he implied her. He said, Start. I'm like, what are you? Like, they went on a trip, and he's like, ah, they, I didn't get chosen. Well, it wasn't Johnny. It was some, it was some, oh, was it, yeah, it was somebody oh, else. Okay, yes. Okay. No, Johnny was just the friend. He was my dad's best friend. Well, he and, loved Jackie. I mean, and he, then he was married to Jan, who was also my mom's best friend. Oh, wow. So the four of them together were incredible. They so, lived around the corner from us. Oh, Is that right? Wow. Yes. So, yeah. uh, how much time? Did Jackie, did your mom spend in London? Did you guys, did she have a place there? Was it always her roots or did she just go visit and stay at the Dorchester? Exactly. (laughs) Yes. No, the Dorchester, that was her hotel of choice. That was mine. Yes. Yeah. And it was, it was great because she'd always do afternoon tea for Tracy and the girls. They would come over. They would love to see it when Jack, Jack arrived. Uh, She didn't, no, she didn't keep a place there. We sold our place. We, we sold it. Um, They sold the house a few years after we moved here. And then um, she went back every year. She went back to London multiple times per year and would always stay at the Dorchester. Of course, yes. it's the greatest. I, I, It's funny, I was thinking of London. That's where Sharon Tate got married. I'm very good friends with Deborah Tate, her sister. And there's so many pictures of Joan oh. at the wedding. She was at Sharon Tate and Roman's wedding, or at least the reception, which was at the Playboy Club. But, but Tramp was one of the biggest clubs. It was like, um, you know how I always talk about Biba being the five floors and p- uh-huh. bands would play on the top, like, right? Like, did you ever go to Biba? Oh my, she, yes, because you oh. see the clothes that she was wearing, right? Of course. She got a lot of them at Biba and I have these oh. memories of being at Biba shopping with her oh and my with God. Jan. Oh. And Biba had this this sort of stages where the uh, mannequins were on stages, yeah. but then uh, Rory and I would go and hide underneath <laughs> and, and they'd always be like, where have they gone? Where have the girls gone? Just being hours in Biba is... <laughs> 
such and and it was all black inside yes it was very very black dark. and gold yes, with black feathers. and gold yes, yes. yeah the such, first memories and that was an amazing it. basically so people don't know that's an amazing shopping yeah it was barbara hulanicki owned it and it was this woman barbara from, who what hulanicki she's a polish woman <laughs> it was like what and her and her husband fritz opened it and it was started out as a small shop i think on king's road but anyway it opened it, they moved and it was five stories so it was like oh. food was on one yeah. like oh. furniture men's fashion women's and then on the rooftop i believe it was a restaurant and some people would go play you know big names at night like eric clapton would stop by it was crazy but um tramp that was a massive nightclub Bebo was a shopping experience mm. tramp was massive he your dad did he must have done very well because hearing about tramp over here and in canada where i grew up right. we, I, we knew about it oh yeah no it was crazy and anybody that was anyone Went. was there yeah you name oh, it some they, of those they photos were, oh, yeah. were incredible oh yeah and how long did he continue to once they moved to los angeles did he promote clubs or do anything in the, that industry yes, so, well he opened a version of tramp here in la oh. yes it was at the beverly center believe it or not where the macy's men's store happens oh you're kidding yes, uh, yes. Oh, whoa I, and um it did really well for several years so Unbelievable. They, yeah, they, See, I think that's why he was so supportive because he was a successful man in and of his own mm -hmm. and he wasn't insecure. I think men that are insecure get jealous of their wife's fame and then they, they try to push out the flame, right? It doesn't make theirs brighter, but they try to. So mm -hmm. he was already a very accomplished mm -hmm. uh, success story. And so when they got together and, and how did they meet exactly? Uh, well, Johnny tells that story in the film. Mm -hmm. um, the story, they were in a nightclub, and I don't know which one it was. And, um, you know, our father used to tell the story too. And he said she walked in, and he saw her from across the room. And he, he just said it was love at first sight. He leaned over to Johnny. He said, I'm going to marry that girl. Okay, that is funny, because my husband walked in at that exact moment we're watching that, okay? Mm -hmm. And I and my husband goes, oh, and I go, well, who says that? And ironically, that is kind of what happened to my husband and I. Like the moment he saw me, he knew, but we were like eight years old or something. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. no. But I said, oh my gosh, I go, that's so amazing. Because yeah, I think they even did something where they showed a picture back in that day of that era of where your parents would have been that age. I yeah. thought, that's so cool. It's just awesome to have And also she that. was a single mom and like that he just was yeah. like right in there and oh, went for yeah, it. yeah, completely. He completely embraced Tracy, adored her. I mean, he was a fantastic father. He, he really was. Yeah. Well, I think that comes across quite well in the film. Was there anything that y'all disagreed on to put in the film or not put in the film or that maybe the other two women that you went the, from the production company... Uh, or did you feel like they got it? That's, yeah, they got it. For, for yeah. my sisters and I, it's been about synergy. And yeah. the moment we met Laura, the director, and Lizzie and John, the producers, there was instant synergy mm. there. They completely got her. Like Lizzie had done sort of a deep delve into mm. Jackie's life before they decided whether they were going to take on the project or not. And as what happens with everybody who doesn't know very much about her and then starts to go online and discover, she f just fell in love with her and just saw yeah. this incredible person, this life that she had lived and this in this inspirational story so they totally got it they were amazing and you know the first time they came to LA I had um we'd taken out a bunch of archive boxes and they were in my living room and if you if you go to Laura's um Instagram accounts pictures she recently put up pictures there of going through the archive oh, and she said it was oh, you know with gloves that. on and looking at it. she said it was so overwhelming yeah. because there was so much to Those go through diaries were so oh, impressive yeah it was incredible but they really she she did such an amazing of, job of editing it yes. down to 
to tell yeah. a narrative because yep. there's so much. It really felt like I walked away. For me, knowing Jackie in person, I walked away with my mouth on the I was like, what? So I can't imagine what it's like for people that are fans of her books that have never met her. Well, oh my gosh. Yeah, because I, like I said, I think I was too young to watch the movies. My first exposure to the book was definitely that it's like, ooh, it's an adult book. And my girlfriend's mom would sit outside <laughs> and, and, and have iced tea and a cigarette and she have the big book reading. And we're like, oh, it's that kind of dirty book she's reading. <laughs> and then I would see Jackie Collins on talk shows. So it was almost one dimensional. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't for sure until this documentary, I did not know how I didn't know she, she was. had three children I didn't oh, know about her marriages can I, I just tell you a funny story about yeah. having the three children yeah so I'm watching the documentary and I'm remembering all my times with Jackie and I remembered one specific uh, time she came on Good Day LA and we were talking in the break and she was talking about her girls and which she rarely she's very private and she said well I have a daughter I have a daughter who's a purse oh. designer. And I was like, I want to do her on style file. Can I, can I interview? Like, I was so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. She was so like happy for you. And it was you. So when all of this came up, I kept talking about Lady Boss. I couldn't get enough of it. I'm like, you have to see this. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to make you all see it. Or I'm going to unfollow all of you. Like I was just so into it. <laughs> and then, um, I, I believe it was you or Rory who reached out. And I was like, am I, do I have chemo brain or did one of you design purses? And Tiffany said, yeah, it was me. And um, so now you have your own company. And I love the whole premise of this. Tell us about your mom's Australia trip and how you guys, she surprised you guys with a trip on the way home. Yeah, so I was telling you about the Australia trip, and then when we realized, oh wow, she's really famous. And then yeah. we would go from Australia. We were she actually had a tour around the rest of the United States, starting in LA. But they decided to stop in Hawaii on the way back from um, Australia, and so it was the first time that any of us had been to Hawaii, and we all just fell in love with it. My father loved it. Mm. My mother, my sisters. I mean, it was just it was so beautiful. The it was air incredible. is different. Everything yeah. is yeah. different yeah. about mm -hmm. it. So basically, we've been going there on holiday, on vacation ever since. Um, and f for years, I've just, you know, there's something about being in the water in Hawaii. You yes. just, you don't need moisturizer. It's incredible. It cleanses you. I know. Yeah. So I am, I am a serial entrepreneur. I've had multiple businesses. And my mother was always my biggest, biggest fan and biggest supporter. And she, whenever she could, she would always try and support me. Um, and so uh, this new idea came about after she, um, after she left us. And um, it's called Lucky Naturals, but it's L-A-K-I. And it's the Hawaiian word for lucky, wow. named after lucky. Lucky Santangelo. Santangelo. Yes. Oh. She's my favorite character of all time. Oh, she's everybody's favorite I know. character. I, I, I dreamed of being Just her. that last yeah. name alone. Right? It's just, it was, yeah. oh. So these are, tell us what the product is. So they're, um, it's health and wellness bath and body products. So I have bath soaks, shower fizzies, body scrubs, mm. body oil. Um, and it's just about, you know, getting a product and turning your bathroom into a sort of a spa-like oasis. Yeah. And, oh, you know, yes. and, you know, as my mother wrote to empower women, I want to, you know, my little business, I just want to help women feel empowered at the end of the day and feel <sighs> relaxed yeah. so that they can be kick-ass badasses the next day at yes, work, you know. Yes. And, you know, now with the pandemic, it's really important that we take care of ourselves and take that time out for ourselves, especially have a break from whatever it is, husband, children, whatever the break is we need. And, you know, the, your bathroom can do that for you. Oh, yeah. You can, That's totally my bathroom. Yeah. yeah. It, has, it has a lock on it. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you know, after, because when I was doing the cancer with the chemo and the port, 
you can't bathe or you have to put like a plastic you thing love for, baths too i love baths mm-hmm. and for eight months i'd have to have my arm outside of the bath so when i got the port out finally and the you know they glue it ugh. anyway uh it healed i took i take the longest baths in the world and so i think there's something to be said about that and i've always done it because you know when you work in hollywood like i did for 20 years on that show there's just something about coming back and nur- self-nurturing and just like washing the day away and 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 like you said, preparing yourself for a good yeah. sleep and being rock kick-ass the next totally. day. My mother, she didn't skip a bath. She had a bath every single night. That's so British. Yeah, oh, are you serious? Is, yeah. it, real, yeah. is it British? Um, did uh, she, yeah, I'm Canadian. We're very Brit- like Britain-like. Yeah. Let me just say that. Well, we are under the I, Commonwealth. Maybe I make an assumption, but, I've always, <laughs> but no, but I've always, it's much more European to take baths than mm. it is American for sure. Is it really? I mean, we take baths here, but they'll take a bath like as their. Did she do like oil yeah. baths? What was her? Yeah, she'd have of- she'd have a different bath oil or a bubble. You know, always bubble different bath. bubble bath. Did she like lavender? What was her go- like everything? Oh, she you know she loved all different scents, and you know she had a fantastic. She actually had her own perfume. I was going to say, she, how did yes. she not? She yes. looks like yeah, a perfume. I know. Did I know. It, it was on cupid on the packaging. It did. It did. How could it not? Actually, in Interestingly enough, somebody just tweeted about it. It's it's a leopard. She loved leopard. Yeah, it's like a, a leopard so panther bottle. Shot. It's shaped oh. like a panther. And he said he said something how what an incredible bottle it is, and it really is. I wonder if you can get them on eBay. They're I don't probably know, a fortune, but I'm we. Sure. Oh, I would love to do that again. Do you, you know? have it? Do you have any like we? Wh- we do, we do. And then she had a line of jewelry on QVC, so we have <laughs> that. No. Seems very on brand. Oh right? wow, yes. So so. When was she at QVC? Gosh, I know, I, maybe t- 12, f- 15 years ago. She stopped because I, it did really well, but she just didn't want to keep on flying um, uh, to East Philadelphia, Coast. right? Yes. I was at yeah. HSM, oh, which is Florida, and you're on, or, is it Philadelphia? Or is it, well, it was well, one QV- of those. It was one of QVC those. QVC yeah. owns HSN now, but yeah. uh, it's it's a grind for anyone because you're on for two hours, and then, or you're out for an hour, off for two hours. So you can't go really back to the hotel, then you're on again. Obviously. I know. It's quite a, uh, you know, for me at the end, I was there 10 years and it got very tiring. And uh, yeah, so, so, wow, she, what, what an inter- entrepreneur. Yeah, what was the perfume called? I believe it was called, well, it was Jackie Collins. Maybe it was Panther something. Oh, I can't, oh, I can't remember. I want to see, see that. I do. And I want to smell it. I'll, it. I'll oh send my you gosh. a photo of it. Oh, please do. Yes. So I can put it up. How amazing. I was, you know, funny. I was tweeting about Jackie two weeks before I discovered your documentary and I had all of her books and I did a story and I said, I love this woman so much. And I was devastated. And when she passed and, um, uh, just how much she meant to me. And then two weeks later, I'm, you know, scooting around the channels and I see this and it's Netflix. So I knew it was going to be properly produced and done. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think I expected it to be as I, I I was happy to see something about Jackie to learn, Mm -hmm. but to see the end quality was so impressive. Yeah. Like, it's just, I, I, I kept saying, where are the billboards? Like, why, it's, how did I just happen upon it? Like, this is not, this is, I, I, it's. It, it's been so well reviewed. You know, it had its premiere at the Tribeca Film and Festival. And did extremely and well. And then it went on to CNN, because it's also produced by CNN yeah. Films. Oh, and yeah. then it went on to Netflix. Um, and, you know, it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. What well, has 100%? Nothing yeah. there. Right? Like, only nothing. A few. nothing. It's, cra- yeah. it's crazy. Yet, you know, Netflix hasn't, you know, I, they haven't really been. A lot of content. Is it because they have so much, yes. I guess. They I usually don't promote. Know. 
right when it comes on. So if yeah. you sort of miss when it launches, yeah, yeah. Oh. It, yeah. So, but I'll also say like that's one of those things. It's an evergreen. You can it is watch evergreen. it. Yep. Years from now, I'll probably watch it again because it's I like felt Bob like Bob Evans. The kid stays in the yeah, picture. It's, because, it's evergreen. And there'll be generations that need to know and find out about her because yes. right. it is, you know, most career fields are dominated by males still. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. that you have a female author that was so successful, so dominant. And it shouldn't be about that she was male or female. She was just a successful author. Yeah. yeah. And she really was prodigious but in what she, she was produced. was so beautiful. Yeah. So when she would oh, come the out on these shows, yes. it was like, like you said, like with the 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 big hair in the back, the 70s, like that, that Did cool. she do her own hair and makeup? She did. I yes. was curious because I mean, like uh-huh. that was a level that was very professional. Yep. yep. She had a very distinct way of doing her makeup. And she's like me. I will never let anyone touch my face, not on any TV shows. I know my canvas better than anybody. And so, yeah. And she just had her look down. She knew her her best features. She had these high cheekbones and beautiful Mm -hmm. eyes. I loved all the footage from the 70s because Mm -hmm. she would just like in her bikini like so tan coming out of the water I'm like oh, look at that waist her eyebrow was like oh, perfect oh, in that one I photo know. what oh, yes Jeez, she, unbelievable she, you know like I say this when you have cancer breast cancer you can get very lazy and tired and I did I, I I'm just fascinated by her how pulled together every time I saw her she was and then to know that she had it for that long and I'm going back in my mind and I'm thinking oh my gosh, she used to come on our radio show all the time and so put together. And then she'd say, I'm going to Craig's afterwards or something. You know, right. she's loved, she loved Craig's, right? She did. She loved Craig's. Well, that was, aren't they, the owners of that are from London. London. Yeah. And Chaconis, I think. Chaconis too. Yeah. Well, um, Chaconis for sure. Yeah. I had Chaconi key at one point. I don't know if Craig's is London. I think no, he's, I think he's, he's no. it's that's Craig, yes. Yeah, he's, right. he's American. I was he is. I think he was, he was at another place before and then opened Craig's. And now, I mean, I was just there this week and she he said were. he's seen the documentary and oh, loved it. Yes. Wonderful. He yeah. comes to every table. So I'm sure he loved your mom. Oh, like, he did. Yeah. He did. And she loved going there. Yeah. It was, as much as she loved to go to Craig's, though, she'd also love to come home and have a haagen bar and lie down and watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> what, See, what, oh, what, what was yeah. her escape? Like, what did that, she like to watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, she was a pop culture junkie. She had, you know, TiVos and DVRs. Yeah, yeah. She had something like seven of them. And she would have a list of everything that was on recording on each one. And then dis- she, she she would be watching them while she was doing her makeup and her hair. Yeah. Oh. So nothing would get past her. She knew everything that was going on. She did, on. absolutely. Yeah. And then she and I would always have a show. I'd come over, we'd, we'd pick a show to watch and I'd come over and we'd like watch what it together. Yeah. What, what, did she, I know she watched reality because she watched Grant and I in our show. Yes, <laughs> right. yes. She, did. she kept she, up. She knew everything. Oh, Jillian, she loved you. Oh, I oh loved my her. gosh, she I, loved you so much. She would always say how fun it was being with you whenever she'd see you. Always. I loved her. That's so awesome to hear. Yeah. Joan was how much older than her? Uh, I don't know. I think six six years, five, oh, okay. something. Like I so love when she came out, she was really young when she first came out here. Jackie was. I mean. You know, I know she stayed with Joan, but I mean, she was introduced and thrown into this Hollywood scene, but was so cool about it. But I loved her writing when she would talk about, you know, mm-hmm. like her mm-hmm. diaries and I talk know. about the L.A. scene. Oh. I mean, what a behind the scenes look that was. Right. Well, I mean, she I think she that's when it all started for her. And she would sit and she would observe. observe. And she, would, she would watch. And that's where she got all her stories from, you know, and she used to say she she was sort of a um 
she she would watch Hollywood in, in these ways that nobody else would. And mm. the fact also, people would always come up, that they, they used to come up, she'd always think that people would avoid her because they didn't want her writing about them. <laughs> oh. But it was interesting, they always would come up and tell her. That I'm the person, I'm so-and-so or, in the book. Or they'd tell her the wild story because they knew that she would protect uh. their identity and then oh. change it. Because it was always a guessing game when you read the books. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many people saying, well, who's that character and who's that character? And it, it was sort of a combination of all different characters. Ah. So she'd hear a story there and a story here. And make it into one exactly, character. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But what's happened in the last five years since she's gone is unbelievable what's happened in Hollywood um, and in Washington, D.C. and everywhere. But she used to write about these characters. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she'd say she'd have to tone down the truth because no one would, would believe, believe the truth. Yes. And now the truth is stranger than fiction. fiction. Yes. She had all some sort of a version of all of these scandalous characters that have come out in the news. And she was ahead of her, her time. Yeah, oh, because, absolutely. Yeah, the jeweler who was a lesbian to put that character in a book was way ahead of its time. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. I love that jeweler was, I mean. Yeah. Another one. Gina. 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 Yeah. Yes. You like could have observed. cast it better. Gina is fabulous. Yeah. yeah. I know. That I think they've all become sort of semi-famous. Everybody loves them I now. Love- <laughs> I mean, just her whole take like, yo, well, I mean, she wants to hear everything. Ca- they're yeah. all characters, they right? Are. And, yes. you know, she's she was such an observant person Yes, that I, I could see the wheels spinning. God, she was. Just... Well, I know you're. So you still live in LA, and your aunt mm. Joan lives in LA. Do you get to see your aunt often? Well, she's only here three months out of the year. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's mostly in London and in France. I, I have the funniest it. story about her. So I mm. went. She w- She must be friendly with Natalie Maines of the Dixie Chicks. Whatever, maybe they're neighbors. But I was at Natalie's at a Halloween party uh, that her and and her husband had thrown. And Joan came in with Percy and we're standing beside each other and we're everyone's getting a cocktail at the bar. And I turn around and I go, oh my God, that is the best Michael Jackson I've ever seen. And Joan turns to me, she goes, that is Michael Jackson. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> you have never told that yes, story. Yes, yes. What year was that? Well, I was with Grant and Ruby was a little baby because we dressed her as a chicken. And Natalie went as... Um, uh, Grey Gardens, which was fabulous. Little Edie, who I'm obsessed with. What year with. did Michael Jackson die? Well, it was after that, obviously. <laughs> uh, it, he, I think it was 2011. Was it? I want to say. So it, wow, maybe it was 2010. That's crazy. Oh, ten, somewhere around. Ah, uh, because Ruby was a baby and she was oh, born wow. in 2010. Yeah. Well, there you, you go. Yikes. Well, yeah, your Aunt Jones. I was, oh, she was I, a, I was yeah. at a party with her one time and we ended up in a section of the party that we were both having onion dip together. Oh, really? I love and, it. Yeah, but you're, we're having champagne and onion dip. And she was like, isn't this the, the, the best? And it was like, hi, Lo, I love a good crystal with a good <laughs> onion dip. And I was like, fuck yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. Every time they have a party, she has onion dip. Oh, there. you're kidding. <laughs> we, That's hysterical. It was, like, it was a hidden, it was a very posh party and it was sort of hidden in the corner because the, one of the, the, basically the hostess of the party loves it too, but couldn't have it with the spread. Oh, that's funny. And so some of us found it. Was the hostess... Yes, it was Chris Jenner. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because yeah. you know, I don't yeah. think anything needs to be hidden about that. Okay. But it was just so fascinating because all of a sudden I'm standing there having champagne and onion dip with That's your aunt. That's hysterical. Well, I wanted to bring this up because um, at the end of the documentary, um, so is it tr- so? Jackie flew everyone to London to talk to them about 
her or she flew to or London. She flew, she to, flew London to London because okay. she had commitments because her her last book was coming out, the Sant'Angelo's, which was the you know another saga with um, Lucky La- Sant'Angelo, yeah. and you know to the to the end, she was a professional. She wasn't going to let the book come out in London and not mm. be there to promote it. Oh She'd been God. advised not to go. You know, Rory and I are here in LA, and Tracy still lives in London. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know, she called us in to her to her study, and she said, "I'm going, I'm going." And her 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 friend and business manager, Laura, said, "I don't worry, girls. I'm going to go with her, and okay. I'm going to make sure she's okay and taken care of." And at that point, she did tell everybody in London. In London, yes. so that's when Joan found out. And how close to, to her passing was that? Well, uh, it was just days. We, oh we, it God. was, it was very sad because we knew that the London trip was going to take a lot out of her. Yeah. But there was, mm-hmm. she wasn't going. And like they say in the film, she needed to be Jackie Collins one last time, and she oh. needed to go back home, yeah. and she needed to see her family. She needed to see her daughter Tracy, my sister. She needed to see her sister, her brother Bill, her best friends. Mm. Uh, it was just it was a very 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 difficult sad time but she came back and yes. you know she did the uh interview for people magazine when she came back which Incredible. was unbelievable and it, that's when she told that's everyone. when it was going to be revealed to the yeah. whole world you know because she people knew, magazine and they couldn't you know put her splash her on the pages of the tabloids mm. at that point it was like she owned her own narrative in it's, the yes, end yeah it's like she's she, they, they say in the film she wrote her own ending yeah which she really did which was you know it was incredible um, yeah it really you know, i want to say it's incredible that she was able to keep this under wraps for so long because this is such a crazy business where people are, are so hungry for There's commerce and gossip the, too. yes yeah. And, and and the next story, be it true or not, it's going to sell papers. And so, you know, it's always shocking, but it's another sign of how brilliant she was and how private, like you yeah. said, she and was loyal. A, her friends were so the yes. people that did know kept that secret and, and let her have those yeah. the last few months of her life the way she wanted them, which was amazing. And I loved at the end where it really showed how her own empowerment empowered other women. It made them feel like they could do anything. They had, they could have their voice. They didn't feel any less than by being a woman. I thought that was incredible. It's Uh, a great documentary. It was a great documentary. Do you feel going back to what Liz said that your, your mom did have it all? Do you feel like she did? She did. She oh she was so... I, I thought that un, too, yeah. yeah. I mean, unusual in that way. But obviously, when you see the film, she had so much, you know, hardship and trauma in her right, life. Not there a was, perfect life. It wasn't yeah. a perfect life. Right. But she, she was very lucky in that she did have a wonderful husband. And then, you know, a relationship afterwards that kept her going, you know, and feeling, you know, really good about herself, right. you know, and... She loved us. We loved her, you know, and her, the grandkids. and her grandkids and her work. So yes, on, on many levels, like, she did. And she I did. felt like obviously her main character, her muse, Lucky. Yeah. But watching the documentary, and I think it's you can dismiss and say she had a lot of luck. I think she made her own luck. Oh yeah. I mean, she, she moved forward. She was a she hustler, persevered, man. and it was like. And through that and hard work, luck came to her, and people go, "Oh, you're so lucky." No, she luck worked her ass some, off. Yeah, and she so did. I, it's like that's the only thing I always say. Like women are too easy to say, like, "Oh, I was lucky." Yeah. When you when you then peel back the layer, and this documentary does that, the work that it took to achieve that 
luck mm-hmm. was impressive and you went but that's why 32 books bestsellers right. all of it she was yes. she was tireless she never stopped working wow. and self-promoting i mean she didn't stop but it, it, she was very very smart she knew exactly what she was doing and you know it was a trajectory that um got her to where she was and I mean, so she was inclusive. writing about these characters years, years before yes yes yeah all colors all you yep. know everything it was just she was so inclusive ah uh, i just love that about her she was just a uh, an incredible woman i i really hope my listeners watch this documentary it's mm-hmm. called lady boss who named the documentary uh, the production company. Brilliant yes. name. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was in so many ways. Really and was. so were her characters, right? So yep. I just thought, oh, God, what a great name. And the picture they chose, like everything about it, it made my day. And if you don't... It'll stay with you. I think as a woman, yes. it, it, it can stay with you. And hopefully there's lessons to be learned and taken from it for a woman to go like, yeah, but definitely. Just, but also for men too. There's yeah. so many men that have been really inspired by yeah, it. Very true. You know? Mm-hmm. And she was so... Um, I don't know. She was just so glamorous and so, um, how do I say it? Like, you said it recognizable that she couldn't, I remember seeing her in Neiman's, whereas if you saw any other writer, you wouldn't recognize them. Mm -hmm. So she was probably one of the first to really put, not self-promotion, I don't know, like her walking through a lobby and having the cameras follow her (gasps) and the paparazzi. You you say you got tired. How long did it take her to get ready in the morning? To like, because it doesn't seem like she ever went out of the house in no. sweats and no makeup. No, yeah. she did. Did she? She yeah. did? Yes. yes. So that's so when she was driving times. you to carpool and riding oh, yes. on the side of the Okay, got it, yeah. got it, got it. Yeah. Well, but she, when she put on the Jackie veneer, yeah. how long do they typically take her to do? Oh, I, you know, as long as it takes us. Like, yeah. you know, anywhere from, she could do it quickly. Or yeah. She, you know, she, she, yeah. Or she'd just do it slowly. She'd take her time. And watch her shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she she had a whole system. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I do too. Yeah, very it's, true. it's therapeutic to do your mm-hmm. own makeup for some people. For like other people who are stars, they not you know. everybody knows how to do it to the level that you I, or Jackie would. Yeah, but. Heather Locklear is a friend of mine, and she said, "Oh, I always wanted to be a character." Like she was, I'm like, "You were doing Dynasty, like you're a baby." She's like, "I know," but she always wanted to be. She goes, "I was so jealous of Nicolette Sheridan when she got that part." <gasps> Well, oh my like, gosh it's the cameo of sandra bullock what the heck i was one of her first roles okay you got oh, you have to watch right. a documentary there's so much that's right that you can't like i just I know, it, I it's like it's crazy i'm gonna watch she, it again yeah. tonight she plays maria um who is um gino's first wife <sighs> yeah and it was one of her first roles it had to have and been and then so there's all this home footage of her and um, my mom just you know yeah. playing around and laughing and joking it was fabulous but we no we're so excited because you know we've now been approached by several um, production companies to make it into a movie yeah that are turning several of her books hopefully into either oh, movies or um, TV shows now how many of her books were made into movies was the first one that she wrote made into a movie? Because that was very like, It wow. was. It was. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wait, was, was, I, was, I believe with Carol Baker. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I love that yeah. your I aunt. I love that. That the, the, the old footage of your aunt in that movie. In oh, the that elevator. was. 
stuff like I mean it's so cheesy but it was so great and that actor who was like we're taking it very oh, seriously oh, that's I, right. right. I had to look him up because I'm like is this guy still alive <laughs> I googled him he is still alive oh he God. took himself very seriously <laughs> I remember that I'm t- there's so much enjoyable yeah. elements of this it, you know what it is it's one of those things in life it's, it's just it's delightful to watch delightful but to at watch. the same time it's there's inspiring it's yeah. empowering it's I fabulous I knew you would love it I, I knew loved you would love it. it loved it I saw it when it first mm. popped up on my but I'm going to watch it again tonight because it's one of those things that you just I was probably drinking wine at the time and crying to tell you all to be honest I'm sober now so but when it first came out I just oh yeah I I I was telling everybody and screaming it from the rooftops and it's really a great documentary and I think that the the all of you as a group so your sisters and the production company told the story and wove all of the narrative so beautifully that all of a sudden it was over. Did you feel that way? And you were like, what? Yeah. And you felt yeah. like, I know there's a lot more. Yeah. But you could really feel the love. <laughs> you could feel the love that you all had for her. And like I said, everyone yeah. was like, I'm her best friend. I'm her best friend, which I... <laughs> yeah. And like I said, some of them were really great characters. And was it like, Tita? How do you pronounce her name again? Tita Khan. Oh, oh God. You know, the audience loved her because when um, it was released in the cinema in London. So I went to London for the premiere of oh. that. So it was interesting watching the film in a cinema with other people. Yeah. To see what they were laughing at and responding to. And every time her. Tita came on, they, they loved Tita her. Tita yes. was, uh, like I said, no Fs given anymore. She's yeah. just like, oh, really? Everybody's her best friend. <laughs> what do you think that your mom would think of A, you doing the documentary and B, watching it? Do you like, I feel like she'd be, you know, okay, girls, good job. Yeah, I think she would be very mm-hmm. proud of us. I really do believe that. And you know, she was working on her autobiography when she died and she was just taking her time with it Mm -hmm. and you know we we have some chapters that are in the film um and obviously at some point it would be fantastic to be able to finish that as well oh my goodness so she she was finally sort of opening up the veil of privacy and talking about her own life which so many people had been wondering about and what was so fabulous about the chapters that she had written was that it read like one of her novels so she ah. was the character well, in one of her novels look at her life it is one of the novels yeah. everything that she mm-hmm. accomplished everything she went through going on talk shows to promote going up against those people like the gotcha people how she handled mm-hmm. herself how she was just glamorous in the 70s and writing her novels novels not needing a man but loving a man and I think your dad he loved it all like it just he embraced it and he went along for the ride right yeah he did he'd be so proud of her too you know everything she accomplished after he died you know she just Mm -hmm. she didn't let his death get her down you know and she just she it was hard for all of us but she picked herself up and she kept on working yeah yeah. she persevered Mm -hmm. and that's that's you know her motto was girls can do anything that's what she taught my sisters and I and so I've really you know we grew up hearing that and so I truly truly believe that and so that's why it was so important for us to have this film made yes um because we wanted to prove to her that you know what we're just going to continue it's so important for us that her legacy continues because you know she was like i said before so ahead of her time and new people need to discover her new readers not just her current fans but you know the younger generation because her her stories are timeless absolutely timeless because she was ahead of her time Mm -hmm. i mean that's just the bottom line Mm -hmm. she you know, and, and it's just interesting because she could write so well and she's this elegant, beautiful, she just accomplished woman, so really. well, beautiful woman. I, I have nothing but the best 
to say and best memories of her and how just how lovely she was and how but she was naughty too like she would be funny and naughty with Steve like if he said something she would like she just the way she'd come back and just you know Oh, she, she always was kept them on their toes. Yes, especially the male. Men. Yes, yes, always kept them on their toes. She did. I mean, I, I must have taken a chapter out of her book for television because I just love her appearances and, mm-hmm. like you said, the gotcha. It's almost like they had a narrative built, like you know, they were so afraid of her that they had to pounce a little bit, and she was just like, "Come at me, boys!" Like you know, the way she handled it. Yeah, and she made such great TV. I mean, she also engaged the audience which nobody ever did yes. before. She was one of the first people to, you know, t- she'd be talking about Lucky Santangelo and she's it's a strong kick-ass woman and we love that, right, ladies? And then the audience... Were crazy. <laughs> yeah, they would oh, go... the old Oprah yeah. footage. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm, Just yeah. the clearance that you got to be able to show all this yes. was amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You really had her life on film. It was pretty incredible, whether it was pictures or moving pictures. We had so much. You had so much. Yeah. And it was, it, it's a brilliant... Well, thank you mo- for sharing it with us in that documentary. It's a beautiful it inspiring. movie. Please watch it. Again, yep. it's called Lady Boss. It's on Netflix. It's available now. And of course, all of Jackie's books are, you can pro- you can still get them, right? On, oh, on yep. Amazon. On Amazon, yes. Yeah. Yep. So for the... Or your local bookstore. Your, your, probably. If they're around, <laughs> there's a yes, few bars. Yes, just find them, people. But, but go on Amazon yeah because she's they're all there and and if you watch the documentary it's everything kind of folds and blends in beautifully mm-hmm. together and you get to meet her daughters like I've always wanted to meet you guys no, me too <laughs> and make sure was, you check out Lucky your product line yes thank love, you for bringing us some of those and we're gonna take a bath tonight I can't oh, wait I, I will w- take a bath and I'm gonna watch the documentary where are they again. available to yes purchase? where can you get oh, them oh well they're on my website which is luckynaturals.com and it's spelled L-A-K-I and then naturals and naturals. they're also in anthropology urban outfitters whole foods and, oh. and air one as well yeah look at you oh yeah. my gosh you are the now, entrepreneur all we need, no, unless you watch the documentary i'm not going to reveal it all we need is a little fly to fly through here right <gasps> oh now oh my god then, oh that was the best i like how it started <laughs> out yes <laughs> it kills the fly oh my god there's so don't many say moments. yeah no, not gonna tell you why that makes sense <laughs> That was one of my favorite. And it starts the movie. Yes, it's great. It starts the movie. It sets the tone. It it, sets the tone. It really does. Oh my gosh. Well, she's such a well-rounded woman. And I am so thankful that you came here. She was so naughty and fun. I I just recently sent a card to my friend who lost their mother. And I I feel this is very true of you, even though I don't know you. If you want to know how amazing Jackie Collins was, look at what an amazing woman you are. Yeah. Because it's like you are, you know, you're raised in Hollywood royalty. Yes. You could be something very different, you and your yeah. sisters. But from that documentary, you can tell that the roots of who Jackie was her family. blossomed into beautiful children. And yes. that is a real gift. Like it carry that's what's gonna carry on forever. And I think that's yes. amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely of you to say thank you. I'm just so lucky that she was my mother. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, thank you so much, Tiffany, for coming by and sitting here and talking to us because we gave you the opportunity to do it by Zoom. But I'm, I'm, you know, very touched that you came because mm-hmm. I always wanted to meet you because your mom talked about you girls, mm-hmm. and that's why I was like, "Am I crazy? Is there a purse maker?" She's like, "Yeah, me. Well, I used to, <laughs> but I've moved on. I'm doing other things now. Yes. So I'm so happy you're in all of those stores. So again, you can go to laki naturals naturals dot com. Yes, and you will see all." All of Tiffany's goodies on there. Well, thank you again. I've thanked you about ten times. Oh, like, I feel like I can't wait. I know. This was so fun. All right, well, yes. please, even if you don't, 
haven't read a Jackie Collins book, it's just a great freaking documentary. So watch it, Lady Boss, on Netflix. Again, Tiffany, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you, Julian. I adore you. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody, don't forget to subscribe, like, and all of that good stuff because we really appreciate it.